0: hi guys ko here welcome to turmeric tequila where we are working to inspire positive radical social evolution by uniting mission-driven humans i'm so excited today i'm welcoming pod fam into the house we are having paula from talk shit with p her podcast come onto the mic and talk about hard work this human does not stop she is never not learning and she will rekindle the burn for you to learn so lean into this conversation it's super Fun. She shares her journey in podcasting, but really how important it is to good people around you. Recognize the resources at your hand, and when you've got a pivot or you want to learn something new, dive right in. Welcome all the feedback. Enjoy this conversation. Check it out wherever you get your podcasts, and be sure to watch a video on YouTube. Cheers. Welcome to Turmeric and Tequila with your host, Kristen Olson. Questioning a better way, one gracefully disruptive conversation at a time. welcome to turmeric and tequila i'm excited today because i have a fellow podcaster in the house we've actually had the fortunate opportunity to meet one time in person both times it was like a party zone of course but i am welcoming paula from talk Shit with p she is all the energy she's living in her truth she's promoting authentic living with podcasting she's a mental health advocate And this human works. Today's theme of this whole conversation is going to be about rekindling the burn to learn, because she doesn't sit still. And every time I see her social media, I'm inspired to pick something up. We talked about social media. She did it like everything. This human does not sit still, so she's learning. So, without further ado, Paula, welcome to Turmeric and Tequila.
1: Thank you so much for having me. Oh my god, this is like a dream come true. Because I know when I when I first met you, it was. Virtually, I think you did a presentation with Podfest, and I followed you, oh. and I've been a, a big fan of you. And um, you followed back; you've been like cheering me on, and you didn't even really know me. And then we met at Podfest again twice. that? But your mom, oh my god, amazing! You came with your mom. Oh yeah. I got <laughs> To meet your mom, and then we bumped at the pool. It was just like it's always good vibes, the energy. So when um, you finally asked me that that was one of my favorite emails to ever I mean messages services I was like oh my uh, god yes yes, yes. So thank you for having me absolutely well you I think like good energy knows, knows
0: good energy and so I mean the social media you can really kind of like get a feel but the second we met in person you were like holding a beer that was bigger than your body <laughs> like in it like in lime green something like how to but yes just always fun and like just but like fun, but also work. And you know, I'm here for like the work play balance. Like I see you do do, do both. So I was like, immediately, I'm like, I already know we're going to be friends. This is going to be good.
1: Me, it was your name. You know, I'm not a big fan of turmeric, but that's a whole other thing. But tequila (laughs) growing up, growing up (laughs) literally me and my brother, anytime we miss each other, my young brother was my best friend. We like take a video of taking a shot, a tequila shot. And when I graduated undergrad, like I literally started this thing in, um, in our club back in Malaysia when I was in undergrad, where every Sunday we turned it into tequila Sunday, we'll just go and just drink tequila short. Yes. And people be like, Do you want us to buy you champagne or whatever? I'm like, No, even when I graduated, people wanted to pop me champagne. I'm like, Bring me tequila, bring yes. me tequila, bring me tequila.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> so- <laughs> yes. Uh, we so we, we actually, actually do tequila to Sunday
1: compete. too. Yeah, I used to compete, and on Sunday, tequila, like, I, Then they started picking it up and it became a big thing, Tequila Sundays. And literally they'll make people compete in five tequila shirts whoever finishes first win a bottle. And that would be my favorite time. And until one time my boyfriend was like, you're so stupid. You're competing to drink alcohol, to win alcohol, to get drunk tomorrow, to have a hangover." I'm like, when you put it that way, okay. (laughs) But when I'm thinking about those free tequilas, I don't have to pay for I was yeah. thinking now, <laughs>
0: Yeah, five in a row is a lot. Were they big shots?
1: No, small. Not not the okay. shots. Listen, America, you guys do shots very different. I came to London hard way when I came to America. Your okay. shots are literally like double, triple. But they were like a small glass, like <laughs> like a sip then, a small sip? Okay. <laughs> okay. It well, was. A, 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 some, I, I'll send you a picture.
0: Exceptional. I love it. I love it. Yeah. We, so we do tequila Sunday too. That's nice. But on that note, so tell us about the journey because you've lived all over. You have like quite the plethora of experience. I feel like you're really good about like adapting molding and then learning like, tell us about your journey thus far and the travels, all of it.
1: Oh my God. Well I've lived in like five, six country ever since I was a kid. I moved. Um, um, my mom got an opportunity to go further education in England and, um, my dad has never been like he's a full-on full-on dad but his job took him all over so it was like okay um the kids are gonna go with their mom to England and then we moved to England spent five years there then I was like fuck it this weather is depressing I can't do England (laughs) I moved to Malaysia and at that time I was in law school I quit law school to take a year gap because I wasn't sure if i really loved law school because my dad was a lawyer and me being a daddy's girl and everything or if i actually enjoyed law and yeah. at that time i wanted to party and being in law school because i finished school quicker i was like no it does not go with the studying and the partying. that law school doesn't so i quit i took a year gap and um I decided I was ready to go back to school. I told my dad I wanted to study hospitality, especially events and management because I throw amazing parties. I'm good with people. I like <laughs> planning. I'm detail-oriented. Like, I was like, if I'm already doing this for fun, might as yeah. well go to school for it, right? My dad was like, cool, where are we going? I was like, I want to go to Malaysia. First, I wanted to go to Australia. My dad was like, it's super. I can't have you in Australia. So I went to Malaysia. I did my five years. I got to travel within being in Malaysia and studying hospitality. We got to uh, do dual um, in- internships. I got to study in, to be in France. I got to do my internships in Dubai. I got Then I left, um, finally finished, did my last internship in Dubai. Then I actually came to America to, to, to hang around while I waited to go to my grad school. I was already accepted to a school in Switzerland, one of the top universities for hospitality. But, you know, I came to America and I started, you know, you have your friends who you have forgotten or family you haven't spoken to in a while. And you realize, oh, my God, everybody's in America. They're here, they're here, they're here. So (laughs) I was like, let me just start applying for schools and shit. And I ended up staying here at Georgia State and I graduated grad school. But I I love to travel, international travel is my life, I think. And my dad um, brought that into our life since we were kids. Even before starting to live outside, every holiday, Christmas, we would travel to Europe to like since I was a kid. So. that got me to like adapting in life and doing a bunch of shit talking to people from different backgrounds different sizes different ages like my friend list can go from way under the the age limit to above senior citizenship like i talk to anybody and everybody no matter what level because i feel like everybody has something to share and um so that's my kind of journey with life. And then with podcasting, I literally started it in 2020 during COVID. Um, after being in America for a minute, I realized um, I suffer, I was suffering with depression depend- through my life journeys. And the first time it hit me, me being from Africa, in Africa, we don't talk about mental health so i was feeling ashamed embarrassed so not really people talk about because anybody you tell how you're feeling they just wonder oh, that's part of life or well, we all go through that but well, you'll be fine that's just normal let's be thankful you I have this 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 so i started a movement called life with follow and i literally my that was my first time actually even doing a live on ig and i went on and i just shared raw honesty about my process and i ended up building a community a lot of my friends were feeling the same way but nobody knew who to talk to so we started like a supportive group on on whatsapp and i wanna like from most of those people who started with me in that journey, in 2016-17 most of them right now are doing so good in life but because we finally decided to be open and have those conversations and have that support and not just feeling alone. So when um 2020 hit, um, I just broken up with a guy who I thought was my summit and life was gonna be all beautiful. I was gonna yeah. get married and we're gonna have kids. But when we broke up, I liked being busy. So at that time I was working at Humboldt's as a retail, uh, as a merchandiser. Again, I like Turning shit into prettiness, and then as we were about to start our event company, Malaysia's event company, and I was gonna help her. She's my friend. Um, so there was a lot of stuff that was going on that I didn't have time to think about my breakup or figure out what was going on. Cause you know you're busy, you don't have time. Yeah, that could be a COVID blessing is- too. <laughs> it, it is like when you're yeah. busy, breakups work very well. You're like, fuck it, man, on to the next. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: Thank you. <But> next. When-
1: <laughs> there you go. But then when everything got shut down and the news was nasty, everything just felt like crashing. All I was doing was drinking because what else was there to do? Like literally right. I was drinking and um, I started realizing that I was drinking way more because the more I drank, the more I thought. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to drink to pass out so that I can't think. But that means then I wake up in the morning to do the same shit. So I was getting into that depressive state, and I was like, "Oh fuck, I need something." Like yeah. I enjoy drinking, and I wanna continue enjoying drinking as a as a pleasure instead of as a coping mechanism and turn into an alcoholic. Because I love my beer, so I wanted to keep staying like a <laughs> yeah, not a lifestyle. So, yeah so um i i finally had to face my demons which was my breakup and everything that was going on and i wrote an email and i went on twitter i talk a lot of shit on twitter so i started talking shit about the email i sent to my ex and one of my friends was like yo you talk a lot of shit you should set a podcast i was like you know what i really should what we gonna call it i was like talk shit with me Mm. literally the next day i woke up Beer was not my breakfast. I actually showered, I dressed up, I started researching I love Um, it. how to start a podcast. I, I joined, I, and you know, the algorithm, as soon as you start thinking about something, that's everything yeah. you're seeing. Yes. So all these um, courses, you know, and during COVID, there were a lot of free courses happening. So uh, how to be a podcast, I was signing up for all these courses, showing up, I went on Amazon, bought the cheapest mic, Googled places. I literally started teaching myself because, first of all, COVID, I didn't know if I was going to have a job. So I wasn't about to spend money into buying when I'm thinking about how I'm going to pay my rent for the next few more months. So I was literally buying the cheapest shit I could afford just to have a a base. And joining as much as free courses and groups. I was researching groups and following podcasters and started listening to more podcasts just to get an idea. And then um, recording was the easy part. But my first episode until today, I have yet to listen to it because it was so raw. I talked about (laughs) um, my struggles during covid My financial struggles, my drinking, my everything. Some people don't like to hear that. Some people, and even me, I don't think I want to listen to how, (laughs) but I wanted, I didn't know what my podcast was going to be about. But one thing I knew, I wanted it to be a safe space for people to have whatever conversations, especially after building life with Paula and seeing how being open and honest brought me. Yeah. So that's how I wanted. So I did that and um it's one of my top downloaded e- episodes and i didn't okay. even promote my podcast like that um because i wasn't even sure if my brother was like i'm gonna hold you accountable on this date if you don't release an episode and i actually released a week before the date i told him but it was the push publish button that that took a little more yeah longer but the recording part was and I even went on live to share how excited because people started reaching out. Oh my God, Paul, I didn't know you were going through this. People started helping, people mm-hmm. started sharing support. And since then, I ended up bus- being a member of Bassport who ended up buying tickets. That was the first time Portfest did their virtual and they bought a bunch of tickets. And they're like, We have 100 tickets who want to attend. I was like, Sure, I will. And um, because I knew also my initial plan, I want to be a TEDx speaker. So, but when I when I first attended it, they were asking people to be uh, speakers, and I never attended um a, a podcasting conference again. This was like literally me being brand new and doing everything. I taught myself to edit, to to pause, to sign up. I nobody was helping me. I was doing it all by myself through research and everything. I was like let me just apply to be a speaker you know if i get uh and, and my initial thought was if i get rejected i need to learn how to accept rejection in this industry You yes. can't always get what we want of you course. need to be okay with the noise and but to keep still keep going after the shit yeah so i applied and i was like i'll do the case study because i'm not yet ready to be and especially since i didn't know the technology i didn't know how i'd have to be in front of people and share and all that bullshit. And especially since most of my my technology was still cheap stuff, I didn't want to embarrass myself. So I was like, case study will be good. And I got approved. And I was like, oh, fuck. I was expecting a rejection. So I wasn't prepared to actually do a case study presentation. But I did. I applied again the second time. And in the virtual, I applied Chuka, And now this time, next time, we're we'll going to be in a panelist. And I've never I done s- that. So <laughs> I saw that.
0: Congratulations. Do you what, what panel is it you're going to be on?
1: Mental health. Hell oh, yeah. nice. Okay. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm nervous, but I'm excited. But again, because I'm also now writing my book, because literally, my even my first case study presentation was how podcasting saved my mental health. Because I really believe that, Getting into podcast was what helped me get out of yeah. that depression state. And yes, yeah. I, it doesn't matter how many times you've been depressed. Sometimes it's easy to to get yourself back up, and sometimes you're like, "I ain't got no more fight. Fuck it, let me just drown." So yeah. to know when to be able to get that—that that is huge. So, um, I'm even writing a book. I don't know when I'll finish it, but I'm writing a book on how podcasting served my mental health and. And
0: yes. it's just been a journey. <laughs> that's that's crazy. Because it's not that, that that long. Podcasting is such I, I love it so much because it's one of the last mediums that are truly unhandcuffed and you can do whatever you want you can say whatever you want and and i think the community that facilitates out of it is unbelievable obviously all shout out to the um uh, podfest fam like it's the, the everyone that comes in is so willing to help to help you learn if you, they need something you'll help them like it's just such a phenomenal community that it adds to the mental health it adds to your life it adds to the fun like it's the community has been so amazing and i'm curious i mean every conversation i have i feel like i learned something do you feel like you learn
1: every single time you do a podcast? Hell yeah. And I think yeah. that's why I keep doing it. Cause when I started, um, that's why I didn't want to invest so much on it. Cause you know, sometimes you want to start something and then in the middle of you future, like, like how many times have we had, there's so many podcasts out there, but only a few actually get to episode 20 or 50 yeah. or. So I was like, you know, what, let me see how it goes. And, I wasn't paying attention about the downloads. I wasn't paying attention about the phone. Yeah. I just was enjoying going there and having those conversations because first I was why do I get guests? But the more I kept on saying I'm a podcast that people just wanted. and I've had conversations that I don't think I would have been able to have them. If I didn't have a podcast, or if my podcast also wasn't called Talk Shit With Me, I feel yeah. like the name gives people, I, I feel like, yeah, I want to talk some shit. I'm like, yeah. yeah, cool. But I've had conversations, I've learned way more. There's certain things I thought I knew and I come and I'm like, oh, wow. But I've also the connections I've made through these conversations is incredible. That's yeah. why, as I say, like, as I, the more I kept doing it, I was like, oh my God, I love this. Like, and I'm not getting paid. I'm not making money out of it yet, but I'm enjoying it so much. So I was like, okay, when the world opens, let's see with everything being open, will I still be as invested? Because when you have time, you you know, you can stand anything. Yeah. Yeah, So the world opened, we were still doing events. I was going out, I was having fun, but I was still making sure I was making content and enjoying it. And I actually enjoyed it. I didn't have to force myself i just woke up and created and looked and hunted and found ways to make better if anybody sees from my season one to now i'm on season five i'm constantly switching because i'm taking knowledge from people and i'm learning and i'm growing because it's constantly growing and i'm in this point where even like pot like virtually you still don't get the same feel and when i attended it i was like because it was literally my first time in-person event because i started podcasting during covid right so right. i was like oh my god this is a community i want to be you meet people people just want to see you grow people want to offer as much support and help even online the way people just give each other support without even meeting but we are all podcasters we can all win we are i love that the, um um com- Collaboration over competitions, yeah. and that's oh, how yeah. really podcasting is. Like we are literally, and I feel like, why would I not want to be in this community, in this space? Like, so now, and with everything that's happened now, I'm like, yo, I wanna know more. I wanna get yeah. better. This is an industry that I really want, that I belong, that I see myself growing into. Absolutely. Well, and there's a lot to know. So like the
0: getting on the mic, having the conversation, you're a people person like I am. I love meeting people, having conversations. That's the easy part for for us, there I think. You. But then there's the editing, the audio, the um, getting it on the platform, Libsyn or whatever you use. Like there's so the social media, the promoting, there's so much to it. I think po- fellow podcasters are so quick to support because they're in it. Like I'm in it with you, everything you're doing, the work. And that's why I see the hustle. And I, I acknowledge it because I see how much it's, it, you don't, I mean, it never stops. Like it's, constantly and you do all of it and it's fine it's good it's like good but it's so much work and even if you outsource pieces of it it's i mean it's still a piece of the puzzle it it is so it's and there's always like a new social media platform youtube comes out there's this like how do you do a good job of keeping up with like TikTok and like all the different platforms and all the different angles we have to take advantage of so here's the
1: thing i am yet to outsource but um my plan is next year because Every year I try to change and I don't try to overspend unless I have a plan. So now I'm working on a business plan. I might have had somebody, hopefully, fingers crossed, it works out they're planning on sponsoring. But now I want to, like, start recording in a proper studio so the engineers can take care of everything. Like, I just show up and record. I feel like I've learned everything and now I want to your game you eventually you're gonna have to spend money to get better quality better quantity so you can stand out but it's okay when you're starting when you're still figuring it out and it's nice that i did it that way i learned but it's a lot of it's literally a lot of work i remember one time i went to a clubhouse session and this lady was saying i even went back and forth but not in a disrespectful manner in a very conversation manner where I was telling people, I take breaks from my seasons. Like, mm-hmm. I will take a month, two months, and she was saying, no, you shouldn't do that. You're gonna lose people. I'm like, your people are gonna be your people. And as long as yeah. you stay consistent, I'm not saying take a break and just disappear. They're taking a break. And, and, and the first time I took, people were like, I'm glad you're taking a break. It gives me time to catch up and be yeah. ready for your next season. Cause some people are not listening every day. Right. Some but people, they're busy see, too. you know? yeah exactly it's just like shows a show can come out and you'll wait to binge it when the entire season is out some people want to sit on the tv every sunday as soon as it's out everybody is different and if you have people who are doing everything and all you have to do is show up and record i would not take a break if all i had to do was show up and record i can do that every day because i'm constantly talking but i'm so with you i'm so with you (laughs) But it's the marketing. I used to tell people when I get my 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 first money will be maybe a social media marketer. If I have somebody who deals with social media marketing, cause that's a lot more. Yeah. Editing used to be an issue because I didn't know how. Cause I would, but now I talk so much that some episodes I don't even need to edit because I want the feel of it to feel also. So yeah. editing doesn't take much anymore. Yeah. Like literally, I just listen to it to make sure like it's all good before I put it out there. And I hate listening to my voice, so I also get an <laughs> editor. But my editor won't have much work compared to my social media marketer, because the amount of platforms everybody says you gotta be in every platform, which is true. Because some listeners might not be, and just like how you said, I I did have a YouTube page, but I got tired of posting because I hate editing videos, and yeah. I don't do a good job. So I decided my videos would be a uh, um part of my, you know. Members club where people can get uh-huh. to pay and watch for free because they are not edited. Like I'm putting the videos right like how they are, so you get the in between, the everything, and uh, a plus on. But that's why my YouTube was blank. But you came to me, you posted shorts. something and I commented, and you're like, "Oh, get on them shows Yes. And all I do, the good thing is, um. I learned a long time. This is the power of attending the workshops and attending these clubhouses, when clubhouse was really at that time when people were, again, when we had time in COVID, everything, you had time for being everywhere. Yeah, (laughs) it's
0: different now, for sure.
1: (laughs) Exactly, like I literally have to remind myself, oh my God, they're going round. a long time of repurposing content because again everybody you have everybody i have on instagram not the same people i have on youtube on tiktok on facebook so i i know my biggest one is instagram so i i I, uh, make content for instagram and then i just repurpose it the same way and just put it everywhere and i got my first on on a youtube short and i was like oh my god yeah. and i literally started youtube in october when you first i actually right before we came on i posted something and i tagged you because i got my year-round youtube video okay my youtube shirt for the creator they do like the spotify wrapped kind of okay. like the spotify wrapped i got and the numbers are insane because i just started doing it in october but it all comes to the consistency and repurposing content. If you don't have somebody who's managing your social media, don't, be, don't try, unless you have the time. If you have the time and you're as creative, because I'm yeah. still learning my creative ways, and you're creative, do you, Booba? Me, I, this is for people who want to also make sure their presence is everywhere, but they don't have as much time or so much creativity concentrate on one i concentrate on 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 instagram right and i just repurpose it for YouTube for TikTok for whatever and that works out perfectly I'm still figuring out Pinterest but we'll get there (laughs) I haven't done that yet I completely agree I always
0: say like do do one really well repurpose you can just like you said if you have time do them all but pick I would say two the one that works well for you but then the ones that are really popping that are trending like Clubhouse was hot and then it kind of faded out YouTube's algorithm changed right now and all all the studies I've read it's about video younger generations it's video, video, video. And with the shorts, you can gain following so much faster. So it's still authentic. It's the same content and it's buzzing. So, and I think, um, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, they're all different, but I think it's a lot of the same people. YouTube, I think is a totally different demographic yeah. and there's some crossover, but not really. And they're focusing on podcasters. So my whole thing with like any clients or business people or whatever, I'm like, dude, just get on there, whatever it is, get on there. The algorithms, like it's easy right now to gain that following and usually different than a different group of people. If you're not on there, than everything else you're doing. Um, But it's one more channel to learn. It's one more thing to like, figure out, uh, but it, it's not too terrible. I mean, shorts, I mean, they're just kind of it's like
1: wheels. Like yeah. I'm loving it. I'm loving. And to see Good. the numbers and I'm just like, Oh my God, I'm kind of glad I, I, I rolled into it and I rolled it as soon as they're about to give us a handle. So I was able to get my handle before somebody else gets in there. Cause you never know, you know, you never know. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, that's the other now,
0: piece you want to get your brand, but even if you don't do anything on it, I always say, just get the handle just in case.
1: Because right now, when I look at my website, I try to make sure it's constantly on the annual pay and repay. Because when I look at how much my website right now costs, if I decide to sell it, I'm like, there oh. must be people out there interested in this handle. Because <laughs> my podcast can't be selling, my, my, my domain My domain can't be worth this much. Like every day the, the amount keeps growing and I'm like, it's so far? What?
0: What's it worth so, right like, now?
1: Um, the last time I checked, it was already on 800 and something, and that was really? last month. I was shocked, and I was like, I had to go and make sure I have my outdoor renewal on, and yeah. make sure, okay, well, when do I get paid? Because I know as soon as it goes out, if somebody snatches it, yeah. they're going to make me pay so much for it, especially if right in two months ago, we were at 800. so it's ridiculous that's why i was like i'm glad i came on youtube in time to get my hand yes and because and that's what i love like even when i wasn't i used to tell everybody i'm never getting a snapchat like literally when i got (laughs) snapchat everybody was like finally because i was never but where you go you hear. even if you're not posting just open a page so people can find you you never know so i opened and i'm glad i kind of did because everywhere when i opened my name my handle is still the same i hate having oh when you're on instagram talk shit with p and then when you're on snapchat talk not shit with p and then when you're new I'm glad that my name everywhere is talking with P, like everywhere
0: <laughs> i love it well so tell me what are you working on right now like what are you what is the learning or like have you been able to take a breath and kind of just do all the skills you've learned are we learning new things as we speak
1: um, I'm actually uh, learning new skills. I'm trying to get my marketing, especially with seeing how the reels and uh, I I still suck at it. I'm good at mixing videos, but I still want to perfect it. Yeah. So I'm working more on my social media marketing. And because I'm this person that even if I'm going to hire somebody eventually, I want to make sure I know some sort that way it's yeah. the person I hired one day is sick. Or they decide to quit on me. I'm not left stuck. That's why I also appreciate the fact that, as I was starting my podcast, I was able to do everything by myself and um I'm looking into switching up a few stuff as I said, um the fact that I might have a good offer depending on how my business plan comes out, uh, into getting somebody to invest so I can outsource and I want to turn talk Street with P. Like true te- making tequila, like literally, you inspire me and see uh-huh. how you are uh, working it. Um, you are literally my role model, one uh-huh. of my role models in podcasting. Like I, 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 I love to see how your merchandise and stuff. So I'm working on that, on turning our uh, talk show into our brand. So yeah, as I said, I want to start recording in proper studios because I don't think I have the good light in my house. And i don't want to be limited to that i have to be recording at a specific time so yeah so i want my videos to be changing to to have a feel that like i want to turn it more into professional even though i'm still talking shit <laughs> <laughs> you can do both you would get tequila don't well I, I
0: like that you said earlier you're like well you sh- that someone was telling you like you shouldn't leave your eyes you should like there's all these people telling you like what you should and shouldn't do but the reality is this landscape is changing all the time so you got to listen yeah. to you and I agree with you you can do what you want to do just tell your audience what you're doing like you don't need to follow these oh, yeah. rules of, oh, of yeah. what it is but because like, it's ever like all this is changing every single second.
1: I've never been a, 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 a little follower or following people. And that's why I think with trends also, when I know this ain't my trend, this ain't my brand, I'm a sticker, I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a get away from it. Because yeah. I don't want to just be hopping into everything to the extent where I lose focus of what my brand is or where I belong. Totally. So I'm still trying to figure that out. And, uh, and I'm glad I, I do, like, even when people come to my 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 social media, my Instagram, um you can really tell it's my energy i'm doing what i feel with my mood my like i might jump into a few trends because they are hoping they're fun for the fun sake but i try to have my own um individual individual, individuality like yeah (laughs) i'm constantly uh, promoting authenticity so i want to be authentic to myself and my brand so I'm working on a business plan to do that to to see how to get my podcast more out there to outsource and my plan for next year is to um be in a lot more podcastings um I tend to have more people in mind and not be out there as much, so I wanna be out there as much and do a lot more um um talks i wanna talk and you know. Uh, I feel like being a, a part of a panelist will be an opening for yes. me to attend more and be out there. And because I'm a very confident person, but like I can literally walk up into a group and talk to anybody. Like literally when I see people, I walk up, Hi, hey, but put me on the stage and yeah. my shyness comes knocking. <laughs> like literally, I, even even that, was like, you're shy. I'm like, when you put me on the stage, you'll see how shy I am. When yeah, I yeah. have to... It took me a time, a process to even like my first two seasons. I wasn't doing videos, literally just recording. So, but I'm evolving, and that's why I like this. I'm allowing myself to evolve and grow within, learn. I want to next year also take more knowledge and focusing because I realize I want to work in this industry. So, I want to put myself out there. I'm a firm believer in shooting your shot. I do not. Yeah. care about projection. i don't care I let them people say no but as long as i'm putting myself out there i'm shooting my shot. they say closed mouths don't get fed so yeah and i want to be fed <laughs> i want to feed myself and be fed that's the
0: <laughs> yes there is no so chance of either of us su- being closed mouth that's for
1: sure exactly i want to surround myself more with um people who are growing in this industry where i can grow more and learn and be knowledgeable and attend more conferences i want i want to master my craft yeah so I love that's that. the plan and to hopefully finish my book <laughs>
0: I mean, that could be a process too, though. I mean, these are, I think the big piece about learning is like not like having an idea of what you want, having a plan, but learning like, and being open to what that learning journey is along the way. Cause like I signed up to do podcasting. I didn't even think that I was gonna have to learn audio and then I was gonna have to learn social media stuff. And then I was gonna have to learn YouTube and TikTok. And I was like, oh my God, but like, you kind of go with it. So you can have this plan, but it's, I think really just about being open-minded
1: and then just continuing to learn what
0: you can and not really having this deadline.
1: And also um, using the resources you have, Um, especially being in this industry, we have so much resources. All we got to do is knock on their doors. So even with this business plan, I was like, I've never written a business proposal for podcasting. What do you put? What do you say? How do you do it? Is it like a professional business proposal or because it's podcasting is different? So I was like, you know what? I know Joe Ruben of more power than me and him are cool. So I shoot him an email, and I was like, listen, I have this, this, this. Can I get on a call with you and pick your brain?" He was like, hell yeah, investing is my part of one. Yeah. Let's, let's do this. So I had a call with him on Saturday, and he opened my Instagram and was like, once you're done with your draft, send it my way. I'll take a look at it. I was like, thank you. So it's also us allowing ourselves to understand that we are not alone. Mm -hmm. and nobody's gonna know what you're working on or how to help you if you're not asking for that help or reaching out for that
0: amen and at one point someone's gonna be reaching out to you saying paula how do i do this how do i do this a podcast i got you
1: oh my god it's actually funny because um So far, four people I have, and um, depending with all what they needed, I've directed them to different areas. I've directed two people to Mark, one of them. After having a meeting with Mark, she literally sent me a message. She was like, oh, my God, this was so useful. Mark was amazing. Thank you very much. I'm like, he's part of the Portsmouth community, and I met him through there, and I know he's the right person. And even on Sunday yesterday, I got a voicemail from this kid. I'm I'm choosing to believe she's in Tanzania because she speaks Swahili. And she, she sent me voice notes telling me I'm, 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 I'm doing my master's in mass communication. I'm interested in podcasting. I know you're doing and what you're doing aligns with what I want to do. Can yes. I pick your brain? Can you be my mentor? Can, can even my first episode be with you? And I was like, oh, my God, I'm still kind of yes. learning. But I was like, I, I, yesterday was kind of a lazy day for me and I had to record. So I didn't respond to her. I responded today and I was like, I'm sorry. Yesterday was hectic. But these are my free times. Reach out. Let me know how I can help you. Let's do this. I like, I like it because I got so much help when I decided to start this and I'm constantly getting help. So if I can help anybody get in there, hell yeah. 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 Also like... um, That's what our year, world I, needs too. Exactly. This year um, in June, uh, after Podfest and after healing from COVID, i was like you know what podcast was doing the speed networking before people went to podcast. so people who have never attended can at least know people and when they go there and stuff they were doing it for like 30 minutes they put you in different rooms you talk to people and then they shift you so i was like you know what let me do my first talk shit repeat event and do uh, a networking event for people and it not necessarily people want in podcasting because you never know where your collab or or your sponsor can come from it's not necessarily always podcasters and and in the podcasting world people have come from different backgrounds who have ended up podcasters so yeah. I planned on a talk sheet with peer networking mind you this was a- around July and I still knew I had my job so I had I, I was gonna do a biomass event and it was gonna be third of December like to oh. end the year that way we can start it next year fresh and I hadn't even promoted it on social media. I talked about it on my first episode when I came back for season five, but I never really put it out there or promoted it. But it got packed. It sold out on Eventbrite, and it was a free event. My only, I was selling 10 tickets. I wanted 20 people. My, my, my thing was, if you buy a ticket, you are, your ticket is initially two tickets. You have to bring someone. That way we are not okay. networking the same people. Yeah, we, are, yeah. we are networking outside. And that way, the next time I do the other event, the person you invited brings somebody else we don't know. That way, it's not the same faces, constantly see each other. Yeah. I love that. So then, I know, right? It was going to be amazing. I had amazing plans. But then, uh, and then I got one day, I got somebody came looking for me on Instagram and they're like, hey, I was trying to get on your event. I found it was fully sold out. Is there anywhere I can, I can make my way? And at that time, I was thinking about canceling it because I can't do an event when I'm still trying to figure out how I'm paying my rent because I still have to buy at least some some drinks. And I wanted my merchandise to be available to give them like pens with my like I had a whole plan. So I canceled it. Um, I told her I'm, I might be canceling it, but I'll keep you in mind. Let's stay in touch, whatever. And when I canceled it, I got so many disappointing messages like, oh my God, I was looking forward oh, to this. Yeah. Uh, I was like, I, 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 trust me, it will come it's back coming. next it's year, coming. probably in February, because January I have Fort Fest and I'm going to be busy interviewing. And But I was like, I'll come back. But to know that, oh my God, I'm actually doing something out here that people want. Yeah. That was like, fuck yeah. Like, yeah, it's validation. That that I can't. Yeah, and the fact that I canceled the event, being sad about canceling the event went away because it was a validation I wasn't expecting because in my head, I was like, what's going to care that I canceled, right? Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, Why? Well, that, but that's huge. I mean, I think when you're on path and you're on the journey you're supposed to be on, it doesn't have to be five years, 10 years, 15 years. I think it can happen pretty fast. And and even though you're not an expert in the field, which nobody is because it's changing so fast, like you can still be learning and still be a leader. So you can be leading you know up to what you know which is a lot at this point like when you immerse yourself into this space or any space really like you learn a lot and you're valuable to the people that are on day one so i think and i actually think you become a better player when you're the coach so i think you become a better podcaster when you're coaching someone else so all these skills are like mutually beneficial all the give
1: oh hell yeah hell yeah it was and um just anybody, anytime anybody comes to me, and they're like, "Oh my god, I understand podcasting." I just get excited. I'm like, yeah. "Yes, let's talk about it." What do you want? And the first that um, when I left Podfest, right um, when I was at Podfest, Travis Brown was doing the uh reviewing of your profile of your okay. podcast, and I signed up. And when I saw him, he was like, "I." The second person, the third person, I saw Andrew, then Riley, then him. It was the third person I saw. He was just making his booth. And I was like, hi. He's like, hey, Paula, I saw you you signed up to for your review. You're gonna come? I'm like, I kinda signed up, but I'm not sure. Cause you know, I I I am okay at receiving criticism. Um, but you know, sometimes when it's your baby, right? Yeah, You're totally. growing it without knowing. You're not sure if you're ready <laughs> to hear what you're doing wrong. Totally. But you also know that you need to hear if you want to grow. Like, right. say you're, like, in the middle, like, I don't want to be told what I'm doing wrong, but I also want to know because I want to grow. Yeah. So I eventually showed up. Surprisingly, he was more impressed with what I had, and he had a few changes for me, like, literally, like, my logo. That's why my logo changed. It was like Paula, you have so much energy and your podcast is about you. Yeah. So put your face on the logo. I was like, okay. So I came back home and I was like, okay, let's get to work. And I literally started working on my logo. And I would literally bug him. I bugged him, I bugged Raleigh, and I bugged also Adam from podcasting business school. I was like, these are the people who I have access to and they're good in this shit. So let me get my because if I'm gonna pay. whatever amount i'm paying for this logo i'm gonna make sure it's good enough because i'm not about yeah. to, to redo it again in another totally so until until we finally got the final approved i kept on going back and i was like this is why i keep reminding people don't be scared to use the resources you have because it doesn't hurt and most of the time people are willing and ready to help so yeah. i try to use every resource And even when I can't help somebody, I send them to people. I'm like, hey, Mark knows this thing. Or, you know, Christine knows this thing. Or Mm -hmm. they know this thing. So go to them. I literally introduce you to them. Because I'm not losing anything, but I'm just gaining another person in the industry where we can continue collaborating and create more amazing stuff together. Absolutely. Well,
0: and attitude reflects (laughs) leadership. I think Chris from PodFest said that, you know, it's very much a giving, giving back, you know, give away the book, pay what you can't like. It's very much like abundance mindset. There's plenty to go around. I literally think every person out there should have a podcast because everyone has a different voice. There's 11 billion humans in this world. There's more than enough listeners to go around. And like people have important things to say. So if we're in this community, we're facilitating this mindset of you know give what you can show up be a helper if you need something ask like if we're facilitating that in the podfest community like that's amazing we can do that in like our other communities like that's what we need of this give and take where you can and everything can kind of work together and we can help each other like this is in 2023 this is what we need on all levels
1: exactly exactly because there's more to go around. And, and, and one thing most people do, I think the reason some people end up giving up on podcasting or just running away from it or being scared is um, you're trying to compare yourself to another podcast. Yeah. So you don't know their journey, you know? Maybe also, yes, they might have started the same time with you, but you don't know. Maybe they had started three years ago and gave up and went and took much more courses and a coach and got there all... You know, so every journey is different. So yeah. stop looking at anywhere else. And that's why I'm so grateful. When I started, I wasn't paying attention about the downloads or the listeners. And people would ask me, are you making money? Have you, um, have you monetized it? How many downloads do you get? I'm like, I don't care. I'm not paying attention to that. Yeah. I want to make sure that I actually enjoy what, I wa- what I'm doing. And I'm actually giving out worth the content. Because as long as you're doing those two, the rest will eventually figure itself out or you end up figuring it out. But if you're just coming straight thinking about the monetizing and the downloads, you're going to fail real quick because you're going to get disappointed. Because it grows, but also the the, the speed of how it grows also depends on what you're doing. But if you're constantly copying somebody else, you're not being true to yourself and your brand, which means you're not going to get where they got because you're just copying shit. Yeah. Nobody's uh, not, nobody's understanding what you're all about. <laughs> oh, man Well, and the audience will know. Like you can tell. You can exactly. just listen to podcasts when they're just
0: they're doing it because they can. There's margins in it, or they can sell something easy versus something super authentic, and you can tell that they can they bleed it. I mean, it's the and our young people are you know savvier than ever. They're conscious consumers. They get it. So none of those things, even if you try and do the game or manipulate the system, it doesn't work. At some point, it's just it's it's gonna be work, like you said. But also, no one's gonna tune in because they're gonna know it's it's fake.
1: Exactly. And the biggest compliment I've got and I keep getting this from most people who, who listen to my podcast they be like, oh my god, every time I listen to you, I feel like I'm just chilling with my girlfriend and we're yes. talking. I'm like, and and that's how I want it to be. That's why it's talk shit. Like come, let's talk some shit. And <laughs> <clears throat> most people when they hear talk shit, they don't they sometimes don't think we have uh in point of conversation because it's talk shit, right but i feel like the name just makes people feel safe and comfortable to come talk because when you're not thinking about the seriousness about it we don't buy had episodes from people sharing their cancer stories being a, re- a recovery my sister who's the bougiest and who does not let anybody know she struggles came and shared uh, issues with postpartum depression oh. after having a baby because that's side people don't share, especially yeah. not in Africa. People conclude you are lazy or you don't want to take care of your baby and all that. So she came and she was vulnerable. My brother came on my podcast and shared about his journey as a recovery addict. But also wow. we have episodes of OnlyFans and dating online and, yes. you know, sex education and... Yes my dad came on my show after after bleeding, like literally, I had to make posts of asking people and whatever, but I had an episode where for Mother's Day, I brought my mom and I brought my bonus mom and in between were all friends who are mothers, either first-time mothers or long-term mothers, and um, they all went and told my dad how much fun they had on my podcast, and my dad was like, okay, fine, I'll come, so on Father's Day, I had my father share about being a girl dad and because it was the time where kobe died and girl dads and everything and my dad raised me like i wasn't raised by my mom my dad literally raised me so it's okay. uh it's uh, insight on how most people get to know how what type of a person was well my mom raised me when you we UK, but like they kind of all had but my dad did more job after i left uk my dad was the uh, hands-on so you oh. kind of get an insight of me from my mother's version, yeah. from my bonuses, mom's version, and then from my dad, who had to de- raise a tomboy as a daughter, and trust me, I wasn't an easy teenager. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: I actually believe you in that. I feel like you're doing your own thing, 100%. <laughs> but that's okay. Yeah, so...
1: <laughs> you find, you find oh, your path. That's... Oh yeah, and that's I, I I don't regret because the, the reason I am the person I am today is because of how I grew up. I might be scared of having my own kids and if they end up happening, because <laughs> they always say your child becomes the yep. worst version of you. So I don't know mm. if I'm ready for that. Yeah. God is like, oh, still not giving me a child. It is like my child. I need you to have all the patience in the world before you get this child.
0: Facts, <laughs> facts that's crazy well so okay so on the learning journey that's a whole other learning journey um that's a that's a podcast series but is there any one like tool you suggest or course or it doesn't have to be about podcasting but just in life daily quotes anything you suggest that has really like helped you or facilitate your journey in learning and, and
1: evolving and becoming um to be honest just um um I don't know if there's a specific tool, but there are a lot of people, um, including you yourself, Christian, just watching people and allowing their advice to, you know, sometimes you get an advice and even if you're not sure about it, try it before you knock it. Cause just saying, Oh, I can't do this. or so I'm not sure that takes away. the experience. At least try it. If you fail, you're like, you know what? I give it a try. Yeah. That's not for me. But, um, a, a lot came from, um, just listening and watching my fellow podcasters and attending um conferences i've been attending podcasts since 2022 and everybody who came on that stage that i i took something from including um uh ina and uh larry and um adam and um Oh my god uh jane and most of them are also in my, my 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 season this time guest of my this season but seeing them on stage i made sure i followed them and i kept watching them and not being scared to ask them questions or get their input and stuff uh, and the thing is i'm not afraid to be told what i'm not i'm not doing what i'm doing right or wrong yeah. Cause if you wanna grow, you gotta accept the criticism. You gotta take the, that and work on it. And I attend because if you can pay for a coach, trust me, I would pay right now. I can't, so if there's a free anything happening, I try to make sure I I put my time and energy and not just signing up and listening, but actually working on those. Like I just finished Adam. Adam had two week. A accelerator workshop on how to engage your customers and build and i don't have a newsletter yet i i didn't know about speak pipe where people can get but i learned all that from him and i created and next year i plan on starting a newsletter just so you know because there's some people who are not on social media but they check their email i hate email that's why i, I, I check know, on people too. most of the time on dm but there are those people who literally <laughs> live on the uh, on emails, you know? Yeah. How to make your newsletter fun. And even if it's something I might not continue with, it doesn't knock me from trying to see yeah. if will it make an input or not. And learning about, I, I learned about advertising. Most people talk about social media advertising, but there are advertisings in newsletters, in podcasting newsletters. Like PodFest, and they have a pod messenger and pod news and all that. So, um, my influences, my learning, my my resources literally come from you guys. Like I will not emphasize. And most of you guys come from PodFest. so it's yeah. literally <laughs> yeah. So the podcast community has been my biggest resource. I also give Buzzsprout because you know they're very um very quick and, and very. Uh, responding and very helpful and um i even got my first sponsorship from superpass which came from podfest and i don't use them right now but they were amazing it's a good company i'll still suggest it it just didn't work for me but i love them and for people with bigger audiences that could work for them it just didn't work for me and what i was doing at the moment but uh, my biggest risk is, i'd say people from podfest like y'all have been literally Incredible, supportive, and yeah. the knowledge—like I literally attend clubhouses, and most of the time I say I'm supporting, but I end up learning way more. And be like, "Fuck, did I really sure. support, or did I did, did they actually support me?" <laughs> yeah, well, it, <laughs> you know, it always goes both ways. Absolutely. No, you, know, you, you go in the head like I'm going in because I'm going to support, but you end up finding out they supported you. So I attend a lot of. IG lives and um, podcast. and if I could afford out hire a coach or even join the, the classes that they paid, there are a few that eventually once I get my financial situation I know I'm definitely going to take but for now because I can't I use the free resources use yeah. the free resources and don't just sign up and read and then forget about them actually practice on it yeah. try it and just because you fail one time, don't stop. Give it like three, four months and um what I learned from Adam was we normally try to to simulate like okay, last year in July, I had twelve more downloads than I have right now in August, but then he switched my mind into like, don't look at that, look at it early. Where were you last year in November? Where mm. were your numbers? Where are your numbers this November and once I started looking at that way, I got impressed by myself. Last year, in around November, when I got my downloads, I had um $2,500. Then this time in November, I got to $4,000. So okay. I'm moving. So okay. I was like, you know, looking at it that way. And to some people, in two years, 4000 is still less. But how, fuck it, I'm going to celebrate that shit because I did it yeah. by my own. That's a lot of downloads. There are 4,000 people out there listening to little me. There, that's, that's something. <laughs> that's crazy.
0: Well, and you got to remember too, like you can't compare just in general because different missions, different time investment. There's people out there with huge budgets and... Huge platforms starting. I mean, it's just advertisements. Not, and, yeah, it's not all consistent. But you, you just got to like what you were saying. You just got to stick to your why. Why am I doing this? Yeah. Why does it matter? And as long as it's fun and it feels meaningful and purposeful and there's value, everything else will come. And it, you know, things have its own time and have its own path too. You can only control Hell so yeah.
1: much. oh yeah and I'm not in a rush. Yes, of course, I want yeah. eventually for it to make me money. But right now, I'm more in, interested in crafting. yeah this baby of mine because even once i start making money i want to make sure it still sticks to my brand and my personality and my vulnerability so let me keep on crafting it my way that way i can be picking no i don't want you as my sponsor because you don't go in my brand but when you're quick about the money you end up picking up anybody because oh my god that's my sponsor and you end up losing the momentum of yours even right now the more i used to worry about content Oh, will I have guests? I have so much content and, and guests come to me right now. I don't even have to go looking for them. Yeah. But then sometimes I have to remind like, okay, this person wants to come talk to this. But that kind of doesn't go with what I'm saying because what do I know? Who is it going to benefit in my brand? So you also have to be able to depreciate what works with your brand and not instead of just saying yes because you're excited somebody sort you out
0: hundred percent you got to know the value before anybody else does yes, before they yes. get. It. and i i also echo your statements on surrounding yourself around the right people the people you want to be like because i think those are your resources but they're also your support and they're your motivation like you see when you see someone you constantly working and she's doing another reel and she's doing this i'm like all right yeah let's get on it let's go let's do this like and let's I'm let's right. be out here and it and it it really it matters like that's most of my speeches are on that where it's like get your crew and stick to it because those are the influencers in your world way more than you even know so if you have great people around you that's good then you're you're motivated and you're inspired and you're you're around people you want to be like that's a good thing
1: it really is and i tell everybody i i, I tell people that if i'm not for you by all means and follow me i won't get sure, offended because sure. trust me i'm gonna follow you like when <laughs> i started going when i started working on my podcasting and it reaches a point where um I used to complain about how my, some of my friends and family are not supportive. And I had to be like, why am I wasting my energy on those who are not supportive? Yep. Well, I actually have people who are supportive. So fuck them. Yep. I started concentrating on those who are supportive. I support where support comes. Like literally, my, my Instagram right now, most people who I follow are podcasters or influencers, but people who actually bring meaning into my life. Or when I open my page, it's things I want to see. Yeah. And that helps push me because even when I'm slacking on the consistent and then I wake up and I keep on saying, I'm like, fuck, man. Okay. Let's do this. Yeah. So, yeah. And so you gotta, you gotta clean up your social media. Don't follow accounts that do not um, work with what you're working with. Don't follow. I'm not. And, and the good thing is some accounts of most accounts that you are following are actually open so you don't have to follow them. You can be sneak peeking every one once a week. <laughs> totally, totally. You do the creep. You yeah. Yeah. You don't need to see it every day on your timeline. But I'm a big fan believer because once I started talking about mental health, like how can I tell people um to uh, how can I preach on being unfollowing uh, accounts and stuff but then get mad at people if they decide to unfollow me. So this is yeah. I preach it on. Baby, if I'm not for you, by all means do what's best for you and unfollow me. No. But my account is open. You can come feet. Yeah. Go. You can go <laughs> no, listen go f- to my as go, long go as you forward. subscribe to my as long as you go subscribe to my 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 my, my podcast, it's all fine. You don't need to be my follower on Instagram. We there we, we still they still love and I'll still yeah. respond to your DM whether you follow me or not. Just FYI. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love it. I love it. Well, I mean, that's that's what it is. And I
0: think the authenticity, uh, the keeping it real, the real conversation, you want the crew that's going to genuinely engage and genuinely um, be like you because you kind of, you do see who follows you. And it is like mutually beneficial. And I'm big on like energy, like everything's energy. So if it doesn't feel good, it feels negative, just let it fly. And if I give that to you, then you have to let me fly. Like, just let it be what it is. And like, it's all good. So, you know, on that I'm note, big. <laughs> t- tell I'm
1: us- Girl, this is the best. I'm, big, I'm big, I know, right? When we keep on, I'm very big on energy and positive vibes, you have no idea. So when I came back from Port Press to have everybody say, Oh my god, Paula, I fuck with you because your energy you yeah. later that was like that's the biggest compliment and I never get tired of hearing it. And I yeah. love that I I I showcase it through whether my post or my my virtually and even more in person. So energy, follow your energy. That energy don't lie. Trust
0: That's, me. That's it's so real. On that note, tell people where do they follow you? Where do they get your podcast? What like what's coming? What's coming up? Like, give. Are you told us about Podfest? But give us the handles or websites or anything you want to share
1: as i said um talk shit will pay is available everywhere everywhere i'm everywhere and just type talk shit with p i'm big on twitter i'm 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 kind of loving um tiktok right now I, I i don't do dances but i i i love to 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 just see the the comments i end up getting it's it's weird random people but i'm also <laughs> big on instagram and but right now I'm trying to build my YouTube. So go subscribe on my YouTube. Talk With P, OK? Um, um, I'm available everywhere. Reach out to me. I'm a very um, happy, cheerful person. I talk to anybody and everybody, you know, listen to my episode. And if you want to have a conversation afterwards or you want to be a guest or you want me to be on your guest, I'm available. Just hit me up. I will respond. I promise I respond um i'm working on my book y'all you y'all you hold me accountable i need people to hold me accountable i'll hold you by accountable we'll check year. in on it i got you but i want it to come up by next year june for my birthday so that's the plan we let's ho- do we're it me so i'm working on my book if you're going to be on port first make sure you attend the mental health um panel i'll be a panelist um and i'm actually tomorrow my second last episode of season five comes out. So check it out because we talk about red flags and me and my girlfriend were hey. very real. So there's some sex talk, some friendships, some work yes. shit. You get everything in there. We literally were drinking champagne.
0: Yes. Smoked
1: a little. So we were, we were really <laughs> groovy on that one. <laughs> Woo. But also, um, yeah, I'm just, you know, a cool person. Hit me up and let's talk. I love having conversations. I'm a curious person. I like being curious. I like learning shit and you know, catch me out there. That's what's up. I love it. Go
0: check out Paula, go get the energy and the vibes and real talk. If you're out here doing the social media or any sort of like digital hustle, Go see all the things she's doing. She's got the camera on. She's recording content. It's all authentic. She can be the inspiration for your next digital move, because um, she's doing it, and making it happen, and it and it feels real. So I think it's it's good inspiration for us all.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Kristen. Yes, yes.
0: We'll we'll check in soon, and hopefully I won't be at this podcast, But hopefully I'll see you at the next one. Wait, shit, wait. You're not coming in. <laughs> no i won't be there in january i had a conflicting event but um i the next thing whatever it is i will definitely be there
1: wait to break up the news
0: i know month. i know it's going live it's going live we were hoping to but then it just there was a bunch moving so we'll we'll make it happen and they, they happen pretty quick so we'll be at the next one
1: i'm glad you say this after the show because i would have probably not recorded <laughs> no no i'm still recording no i'm saying Oh, I'm, saying, I'm glad you mentioned it at the end of the show. If you had mentioned it while we were recording, while we had just started out, I would have probably walked out and been like, I'm out. I was, I was thinking I was gonna see you in January. I know, I
0: know it's so to, disappointing. I'm coming to
1: Denver, I'm, we're gonna have to make a plan. Come
0: through, Oh, no,
1: no, Christine's best friend is called Paula, and, yes, and I actually ended up just following her because she posted something i was like yeah paula's are the best and i followed that and paula followed me back and we've been friends so we are now all friends
0: i love it (laughs) well in similar energy like different but like similar vibe it's so perfect you i mean seriously if you come to denver pull like pull up and call me and we will get the paulas and kristen together we're gonna put it in the book soon (laughs) please please all right until then take care of yourself and i will see you on social media
1: all right thank you bye